After you're done listening to this, make sure you check out Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but you can check out everything that David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Would like to welcome in all of our new and returning listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe, leave a five-star review. It does help other Buccaneers fans find us. Coming up today, we are going to talk about some things to look for in tomorrow's preseason action against the Tennessee Titans. We have a predictive rising star coming from our friends over at Good Morning Football. But first, well, the first rule of Fight Club is that we're going to talk about Fight Club. And I, of course, am talking about the joint practices between the Bucks and Titans that took place on Thursday where it seemed like every couple of minutes, somebody else from the media was tweeting out about how another fight had broken out. And as you would expect, the only one to really grab any headlines at all was Antonio Brown, who got into it with a Titans defensive back and uh, ripped his helmet off, punched him in the face. The The pictures are all over Twitter now. But, uh, you know, people wanted to jump all over Antonio Brown for for getting in this scrum and look Devin White was involved in a fight Ryan Jensen was involved in a fight uh there was uh, there was somebody else on on a special teams drill that was involved in a fight uh tempers were flaring on Thursday guys were getting chippy things escalated you heard Chris Godwin talk about in his post game media availability that you know the guys were competitive it was hot Tempers were short, and things started to explode. Now, for those that want to sit there and say, oh boy, here we go again. Here's Antonio Brown getting himself in trouble. Look, a lot more is being made out of this than what probably should be. There were joint practices going on with the Rams, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the other team. That practice was stopped because of fighting. There were practices on Wednesday between the Ravens and the Panthers that had fights breaking out. You can bet on it. If there are joint practices between two teams, at some point, fights are going to break out. And then it's a snowball effect. Once the first one happens, it just starts to happen more and more and more. Bruce Arians, we've talked about it all week long said that he believed that these practices were going to be physical enough that the starters weren't going to play on Saturday. Well, the physicality was ramped up about nine notches on Thursday 
especially after you know Bucks wide receivers were were winning in a lot of these drills against Titans defensive backs and then dropping the ball and, and, and horrible case of the drops on on Wednesday. So they were out there to prove something. They were out there to show, look, you know, we dominated you yesterday. We just didn't finish. We're going to continue to dominate you today, and we're going to finish this time, and they were. Chris Godwin had an incredible one-handed catch against Janoris Jenkins. You had Antonio Brown winning his one-on-ones. You had Mike Evans with some touchdowns during the 11-on-11s and the 7-on-7s. So, you know, things were getting chippy, and the fights are going to happen. Devin White talked about how he had seen one of his teammates starting to get into it with a couple of Titans players, and he said, I didn't even know who it was, but I saw my color jersey going up against a couple of guys in other color jerseys, and I was going to go help my teammate. I was going to go help my brother out. So these are things that just happen. When you have joint practices, you have a lot of guys who are incredibly competitive, a lot of these starters on both sides of the ball probably not going to get any action this weekend. So they're going to ramp up their practice level a little bit to get that that competition and go at one another. So, no, it's not a big deal that Antonio Brown managed to rip a guy's helmet off, drop the helmet, and then punch him in the face with the same hand that he ripped the helmet off with. It's happening across all the joint practices. It happens every time there's joint practices. This is par for the course. And just because people want to grasp at the headline because, oh, it's Antonio Brown and he's causing trouble again, it's irrelevant. You know, the headlines out there aren't saying Devin White gets into a scrum at joint practice after suplexing Titans running back. That happened. But nobody's going to talk about it because Devin White doesn't have the checkered pass that Antonio Brown does. Narratives are a fun thing. You know, Zach Blobner and I were were talking about it on Twitter. You know, we were pointing out. Or, I'm sorry, it wasn't Zach Blobner. It was Jordan Moore. Jordan Moore had had retweeted an account talking about you know Antonio Brown causing trouble, and I flat out said to him, "I was like, don't don't use facts." You know, when Jordan brought up the four other fights. So don't use facts to get in the way of a good narrative because that's what people are out there to do. And the narrative here is pretty simple. The Titans and the Buccaneers are incredibly competitive teams. They are both playoff teams. They are practicing with one another, and both of them are trying to assert their dominance over the other team. And in that Florida heat, when it felt like 106 degrees outside, yeah, tempers are going to start to flare and scrums are going to happen. It's just the way things are. Real quick, I want to talk about our friends over at Built Bar. And of course, you know the lineup. Cherry, Barcia, coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. Out of that bunch, you know my go-to is going to be the cookies and cream. But if you don't know what your favorite flavor is, Go ahead and get yourself a mixed box. You're going to get two of each of those flavors. You're going to figure out which one is your favorite. But not only that, they are also healthy. Each of those bars, 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net 
carbs. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to receive 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15, all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at built.com. Segment two here of the Locked on Bucks podcast, James Yarko of BucksNation.com. David Harrison taking the night off on this one, but we'll be back uh, together following the Buccaneers and Titans preseason game. And what are some things that we're going to look for? We know Tom Brady's not playing, Antonio Brown's not playing, Evans, Godwin, Levante, Devin White, Sue, Shaq, JPP, all these guys not playing. Um, so what, what is it that we're looking for? I talked about it with Ben Murphy on WTSP Wednesday. We're looking for Kyle Trask to get in there a little bit ahead of where he was on the depth chart in that first preseason game. Because as we said, we know what Ryan Griffin is. We know what Blaine Gabbard is. We need to see what Kyle Trask is, and he needs to be out there with guys like Jaden Mickens, who had an incredible last couple of days uh, against the Titans in these joint practices. We need to see him out there with a Jalen Darden. We need to see him out there with Keyshawn Vaughn and maybe sprinkle in a little bit of Gio Bernard, give him a pass catching back that he can work with a little bit. We need to see more of what's going on with with the offense should, and we all hope not, but should Tom Brady go down, is Kyle Trask the guy that they're going to want to thrust in there and and take over? Because you're not winning a Super Bowl if Tom Brady goes down, right? Blaine Gabbard is not taking you to a Super Bowl. Ryan Griffin is not taking you to a Super Bowl. That's when you need to see what Kyle Trask can do with guys that are actually going to make the roster not just guys that are filling out an 85-man roster until you know, 10 days from now when they got to cut it down to 53. And just like last week, we want to see what Joe Tryon is going to do on the defensive side of the ball. There was a moment in practice where you had Tryon lining up alongside of Jason Pierre-Paul opposite of Shaq Barrett, and it caused a false start because the offense didn't know who it was they were supposed to block, who their assignment was going to be when you had three speedy edge rushers getting ready to come after the quarterback. And I should mention, I have to, you guys are going to have to bear with me a little bit, all right? And I'm sure it's going to be the same way with David. But Joe Tryon Shoyinka, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, on the back of his jersey on Thursday, it actually did say try on Shoyinka, where I, I guess that is going to be what it is moving forward. Now, I'm not sure the backstory of where it went from try on Shoyinka to try on back to try on Shoyinka, but uh, it looks like that the Bucks are going to be doing this moving forward. So any of you that got Joe try on jerseys, um, I hope you're still under that Fanatics jersey guarantee rule where you can exchange it because the name on the back is officially changing. Uh, when I was down there last week, lots of Joe Tryon jerseys all over the place. They were at the mall. They were you know, at the, the Buccaneers team store that I jumped into for a minute. Uh, it, I, I feel bad for those people that invested that level of money 
into a jersey that is now already outdated before the guys even played his first career NFL regular season game. But what are they going to do with with Tryon Shoenka moving forward? You know, is he going to, you know, I've, I've talked about it before that I'm interested to see the packages that he's in when he's out there with JPP and with Barrett. We're not going to see that Saturday night, but the guy's difficult to block. And he's going to find his opportunities to get after whoever the Titans quarterback is going to be when he's on the field. But something else that that we need to see is there has to be better play out of the secondary. There has to be better play out of the safeties than we saw in that first preseason game against the Cincinnati Bengals. The secondary was getting flagged for too many penalties. They were giving up too many easy completions. They started to deteriorate as soon as the starters left the field, and that's a concerning thing because the Buccaneers got lucky last year in dealing with injuries. They didn't have a ton of them. You had Vita Vea go out. Um, You lost Ronald Jones at the end of the season to an injury, but he came back in the postseason. You lost a couple of guys for a couple of weeks here and there due to the COVID protocols. Um, you lost A.Q. Shipley when he had stepped in for an injured Ali Marpet. But by and large, the Buccaneers did a really, really good job of staying healthy all year long. And that's going to be key in any championship run. So if the Bucs are to, to suffer some injuries... There are some major concerns behind these starters, especially in the secondary. You have Ross Cockrell, who's who's working his way towards becoming a backup safety. You still have Jordan Whitehead, who has been out. It's it's kind of a mess back there. So I want to see some some better play out of the corners, some better play out of these safeties to instill a little bit of confidence. I realize it's going to be twos against twos and threes against threes, but show me something. Show me something to give me some confidence that if Jamel Dean you know, were to go down or Carlton Davis were to go ta- down or Antoine Winfield Jr. were to go down and, and uh, you know, God forbid any of that happen, but instill in me some confidence that some of these guys can come in step in for a week or two, hopefully that would be the extent of it, and the the defense not start to collapse. You know, what's the old saying? You're only as strong as your weakest link. Well, if your weakest link is getting burned by second and third stringers in preseason, he sure as heck is going to get burned by the likes of, of Josh Allen or Carson Wentz or any any other number of players. So... That's that's what I'm looking for on on the defensive side of the ball. Real quick, some bold predictions for the game. Uh, I'm going to kind of stick with some of the same guys that I talked about earlier that I've talked about last week. Yeah, and and for those of you that saw the video that was circulating on Twitter, uh, you know when I talked about players to watch for, it's it's going to be pretty simple because when you return every starter from a Super Bowl championship roster, the only ones to talk about watching are the rookies. And more than likely, the the three rookies that are going to make the team are going to be Tryon, uh, Trask, and Darden, right? So 
uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. It's Tryon Shoyinka. I who you guys got to bear with me. It's going to take a while to get used to that, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are still going to continue to call him Tryon. But um, gotta gotta get it in our heads. Tryon Shoyinka. But look here here are my bold predictions for this one. Kyle Trask is going to have a two touchdown, no turnover performance against the Titans. Joe Tryon Shoyinka is going to have a sack that is not canceled out by a penalty for unnecessary roughness. And finally, the Buccaneers defense is going to create two takeaways in this game in route to a Buccaneers victory. And again, it's not a big deal if the Buccaneers don't win. I know you want to win every game that you play, and especially after these heated practices uh, yeah, with as physical and as chippy as Thursday got, you want to go out there and win. But like we talked about, the starters aren't playing. You know, we're, we're looking at backups. We're looking at guys that are fighting for roster spots. We're looking at extended time for players like Trask and Darden, um, it's not a big deal if they lose. It's really not. David and I will be back to talk about some good things that we saw, some bad things that we saw. And keep in mind that both the Browns and Lions went undefeated in the preseason just to turn around and go 0-16 in the regular season. So there's things to watch for. The final score is not the most important thing. But... We are just three weeks away, actually a little bit less than three weeks now, from the Buccaneers and the Cowboys kicking off the 2021 NFL season. That's right. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus with promo code Locked On. Now, you can go to Locked On. You can place a bet with absolutely no risk at all. You want to know how? By taking advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between your Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose... Your wager will be refunded up to $25. That's right. You can make a $25 bet on your beloved Buccaneers. And if you lose, Bet Online is going to give you your money back. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko flying solo, but 
You can uh, you can check out David and I on Twitter at jarco underscore bucks at dharrison82. We are going to talk about somebody who's getting some love right now. And he's getting some love from one of my favorite people, Peter Schrager. Schrager is going through and talking about his top 10 breakout players for 2021. Now, last year, for those of you that may not remember, his number one breakout player was Devin White. Well, there's one guy that he talks about coming up that uh, I think is going to be a massive breakout. So I'm excited to see what uh, what Peter Schrager said about him. I'm going to play that clip for you right now. Number four is a household name, and his father was a household name. And this guy's also a Super Bowl champion, but he's going to go from that very good young player to that outstanding Pro Bowl all-pro type player. Okay. It's Antoine Winfield. Let's go through Antoine Winfield Jr. last season. Let's see what he did in the big moments, all right? AS, the wild card game, that's a safety. That's like Rondé Barber type stuff. When you come from the backside and track a running back down, that's incredible. Then you go to the divisional round. The following week, big game. They're playing the Saints. The Saints are rolling. This whole deal's happening. Breeze, okay, let's go. Plays Jared Cook. Here it is. Boom! Ah! Get you. Playmaker. Difference maker. Then last year's number one breakout player and a Super Bowl legend, Devin White, takes it back. Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to make the leap this year. And in the Super Bowl, after missing the championship game with an injury, he, of course, had one of the biggest plays of the entire game, knocking it loose, getting the interception. And, of course, we know he had some taunting to do afterwards. Not acceptable anymore in the NFL. So you're saying, I know Winfield. I know what he's all about. This guy had 94 tackles last year. How can he be a breakout? Because a breakout player on my list is a guy who goes from being a good player in that defensive backfield to being one of the best safeties in the game. Talking with the folks in Tampa, they're saying that this 23-year-old in one, what is still one of the youngest defensive backfields in the entire NFL, is the leader. They all turn to him. He's the guy, and there is such a heritage and such a tradition in Tampa of that with John Lynch and with Rondé Barber and the safety spot and what that means. And of course, Antoine Winfield's father being such a legend in Buffalo and Minnesota. Antoine Winfield Jr., last year I said it was going to be Devin White in year two who was going to make the lead. He did. This year it's Antoine Winfield Jr. It's hard to pick a Buccaneer and say breakout because they had such an amazing run and were such household names. But on a defensive backfield that's so young, to have this guy make a leap and get them all even better, 23 years old, I think we're talking about him in that Teron Matthew, Jamal Adams, Minka Fitzpatrick, Justin Simmons conversation as early as this season. Antoine Winfield's number four. Again, that was Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football over there at the NFL Network. And I love this. I love this hype, guys, because just like Devin White last year, if there was a guy that I was ready to hype up for the Buccaneers, knowing the likelihood that they were going to come through and not make me look like a fool, it it was Devin White. This year, it's Antoine Winfield Jr., This kid was light years ahead of where he should have been as a rookie. And you heard Schrager talk about it. You have a a defensive backs room that's got a 23-year-old Antoine Winfield Jr. And then you have 24-year-olds in Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, Jordan Whitehead, Jamel Dean. And they look to Antoine Winfield as the leader. They look to him 
as the the top dog in that unit. You have now a second year for a safety as versatile and as dominant as Antoine Winfield showed last year that he could be in flashes. You are now in the second year of a Todd Bowles scheme with that versatility, with that raw athleticism, with that speed, with that intelligence. This he I, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that Antoine Winfield Jr. is gonna put up Rondé Barber numbers. But if I was going to pick a player who has the potential to have 40 interceptions and 20 sacks in his career, it's going to be Antoine Winfield Jr. Because he's so smart. He's so quick. He's so decisive that he has the ability to do those things. We've seen him get into the backfield and get sacks or disrupt running plays and do that from the safety position. We've seen him put himself in spots where he can make a play on the ball. We've seen him chase down a ball that's been batted up in the air in the Super Bowl and be able to get underneath it and catch it for an interception. This guy can do it all, and he's 23 years old. This is part of that that discussion that we had last year you know when Antoine Winfield Jr was talking about how his dad used to sit him down and teach him how to watch film and break down film and his dad taught him how to how to think how to analyze the game and all of that showing that's why he's so far ahead of where so many safeties are at 22 23 years old is because he grew up understanding how to do those things. So Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to have a massive year. When we come back next week, we're going to be talking about, you know, the NFL's top 100. There's still, you know, more Buccaneers to come, at least Tom Brady, maybe Devin White. We don't know, but I can guarantee you this. Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to be on that list next year because that guy is going to be a problem for opposing offenses all season long. He is going to be in the discussion as one of the best safeties in the NFL. He might be talked about as one of the best defensive players in the NFL because there is no limit to what this guy can do on a football field. With that, I'm signing off for the day. We're going to be back, I think, on Sunday. We're going to drop a reaction episode to the Buccaneers and Titans preseason game. And then, of course, back with you Monday through Friday next week where we'll talk about more about the the Titans and Bucks game, more about the NFL Top 100, another WTSP Wednesday coming at you next week. Plenty to talk about as we are getting closer and closer to the start of the title defense from the Buccaneers in the 2021 NFL season. Until then, check out everything that David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Send us your voicemails and emails if you have reactions to the game, if you have questions about something that you saw, if you have something that you want to bring up, go ahead and call us at 813-444-5841 or email us at LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com Follow along on Twitter 
at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. And thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.